0: Known as the female mind, you are now entering the Fangirl
1: Zone. Welcome to episode 31 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel.
0: I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episodes 8 and 9 of season 2 of The Twelve Monkeys. Squee! Oh my god these episodes oh my gosh let me tell you my husband has been off the last couple of days or last couple times I've watched so he's been right. watching with me and he he looks at me and he's like why are all of your things about time travel and I'm confused <laughs> he's like wasn't that other thing and he was talking about orphan black I'm like no those are clones he's like I can't keep up with <laughs> the shows I'm just I'm like go in the other room and watch something that. <laughs> then go away. <laughs> because I'm like I am not trying to catch you up at the end of a season. No. Yeah, it's like it's great. I want him to get on board, but he's just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not something to jump into in the middle. You got to start at the beginning. Just like yes, we're going to start did. at the beginning of episode eight.
1: Yes. Lullaby. Despondent over Eklund's death, Jones sends Rayleigh to 2020 to assassinate her younger self and prevent Project Splinter from ever beginning. There, Rayleigh finds the Jones of 2020 watching over her deathly ill daughter, Hannah. After she kills Jones, Rayleigh wakes up at the beginning of the same day, along with Cole, who has come to stop her. Eventually, they discover they are trapped in a temporal loop, one they cannot escape. With the help of... From the Jennifer of 2020, they break the loop and return to 2044. They explain to Jones that her creation of Project Splinter was fated, and attempting to alter that fate caused the loop. To escape it, they saved Hannah and gave her to Jennifer's daughters to raise, letting Jones believe she was dead so that she would start the project. They then reunite Jones with an adult Hannah. Cole tells Rayleigh his feelings about her, but she rebuffs him, fearing that they stand to lose too much if she reciprocates. Ramsey appears in a room, threatening to shoot her for her role in Sam's disappearance. Instead, she proposes that the two of them kill the witness. He agrees.
0: Like we thought he wouldn't agree to that one. Right. (laughs) So this one was really weird because it did keep repeating, keep repeating. Yeah,
1: Groundhog Day.
0: Yes. and But they were being affected more and more each time. Right. And I love that Jennifer's like, wait, which one are you? Hold on. (laughs) I loved that she was kind of crazy. But we also get to learn stuff that was happening in 2020 that we hadn't known about. Right. And I love that, how they put it in and... It was just really great. And all the differences that happened in each of the loops, how, like, they tried it, Cole was with Cassie one time, one or two times, and not with Cassie, and the fingerprints, and then, you know, information, the CDC said Cassie was dead, and Mm -hmm. I, oh, it just kept going, and it was great. And you hear, you're just learning about everything that was happening, how they're not treating people anymore, how, you know, even... There's The scientists and their children, well, if their kids are sick, we're not treating anyone. And that's where we're learning how Hannah actually died because there were so many things that changed through that. And it was just really amazing how they did it because if they just kept doing like, all right, we're going to change one thing. Much like the magicians, which we didn't know about. Right. <laughs> if they just changed, like, one thing, would it affect it? But they kept going, kept going in the circle, but kept explaining what was changing and what little things happened so that we were able to keep up with it. Right. So, so I really liked how the writers did that. It wasn't just, like, let's confuse everybody just for the heck of it. So kudos to you, sci-fi writers.
1: Yes. It was absolutely amazing to, to see the progression and Jennifer trying to tell them what to do without telling them what to do.
0: Yes. <laughs> but it was kind of hard with that one, too, because it's like, all right, is it just Jennifer being Jennifer or is she trying to help? Right. So, yeah, I, I did like that, though, yes. especially because she's so vague with some of her stuff.
1: Right. Do something, but do nothing.
0: Right. <laughs> I sat there, and I don't even know how cold. How many times she had to tell Cole this. Because I sat there going, what are you talking about? I was stumped. Right. And, yeah, not until they actually explained it did I have a clue what possibly could have been happening. No. Because all of a
1: sudden, they're back in 2044, and you go, what happened?
0: What did they finally do? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I think we kind of jumped right in talking about Jennifer. Jennifer was kind of... I guess, the red herring every every time they went went around. Because she was one of the survivors. Now, obviously, we know and she actually says this in another episode. Well, you got the information from 2044 me so obviously I'm still living and going to get through whatever we're doing here. Right. So she just kept telling them, oh, you're back. Okay, did this happen yet? No. All right. (laughs) Did this happen? No. Okay, you need to do this. And then it's like when she finally gets through to Cole, because Cassie has n- nothing to do with her, she right, she seems yes. to want absolutely nothing because she's tired of Jennifer's crap and every time timeline. And which is
1: strange because back in 2016, you see that they kind of got close,
0: right? And, and I so felt what,
1: like, yeah, what's why is Cassie having this issue? I guess it's just because of. The last episode and with the witness, she's kind of gotten even more harder than she was before because of the simple fact that
0: she feels vulnerable. Oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because you're going to hold off trying to get close to anybody and understand anybody if you're worried about what's happening in your own head.
1: Right. And we see that at the end as well when Cole, you know, Basically tells her the only world I'm wor- that's worth saving is the one that you're in, and she basically says yeah, we can't do this.
0: I know, and you know, there's a lot of people out there that was really ticked with that moment. Yeah, all <laughs> oh, the shippers. I I mean, they're pretty much setting it up like the entire world is saying these two should be a couple, with the exception of what like one guy. <laughs> Right. (laughs) He's like, no, he shouldn't be with her. But uh, it's just really frustrating because you want her to realize that everything that's happening with Jennifer and Cole, it's happening because of Cassie and because everything that she's done, she's managed to save people because meeting these two. And... I mean, Jennifer is trying to help Cassie, and I i really feel like they could be friends. I mean, Jennifer's kind of crazy, so don't get me wrong. It's not going to be like, we're best friends. Let's go shopping today. But she's not on her meds anymore. But, I mean, she was helpful. And just Cassie's just so, uh, I don't know,
1: push Yeah. Cold. I mean, she she was that way to Cole when Cole first showed up. It was like, I don't care what you're doing here. I'm going to go do it again.
0: <laughs> I feel like there has to be more that we just haven't learned about Cassie and her past. Why she seems like this. Because it's got to be more than just everything that's happened in the last, oh gosh, I can't even say a few years because we jump all over time. Right. <laughs> Since meeting Since Cole. she's been in 2044. Okay, let's let's go with that. Yeah, I just feel like there's got to be more why she has this wall that she builds up so quickly.
1: Right. All right. So, but so, does she actually still have it for Deacon as well? We haven't seen that interaction as much.
0: I don't see, I don't even want to no. interact either. with Deacon. <laughs> like, I don't even want to see them talk to each other anymore. Yeah. Is that bad? Probably bad, huh?
1: No. I'm all, right. all for it not
0: happening. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Cole and Cassie some more, though.
1: Alright, so I thought it was absolutely fantastic that, yeah, they try shooting Katrina, it doesn't do any good. Cole tries shooting Katrina, it doesn't do any good, they just return right back to the same time.
0: They tried it a couple different times, different at ways. Least, different yeah,
1: a couple different times. Then, you know, then Cassie actually goes in and starts looking at Hannah and actually determines that she, it isn't the virus that she has contracted, but it's
0: spinal meningitis. Oh, yeah, spinal meningitis. Sorry, I was going to say bacterial meningitis. But I think it was spinal. Yeah, I think you're right. And yeah, treating her and then treating her different ways... Saving her doesn't help it. But all I kept thinking is back to Doctor Who because that's that's what we have for time travel. Doctor Who and, um, oh, my gosh, Time Machine. Yeah. Oh, my God, I had to think about that. Where you can't do anything that will affect the reason that you're there. Right. Because you wouldn't have been there in the first place. <laughs> You know, there's fixed points in time, as they, as you know, Doctor Who likes to tell us. Right. And Rayleigh, oh wait, sorry, wrong person. Jones watching her daughter die is the whole reason that the project started, and the reason that they they could go back. Right. So there's no way that they can kill her because there would be no reason for them to be there. Exactly. And
1: I'm like. That's our fixed point in time.
0: Yes. And I just kept saying to myself, "You're never going to get out of this because you wouldn't have been there." Right. And I'm like, "Why is nobody else? Has nobody else read any books? Did they never watch any TV?"
1: (laughs) Well, we know Cole hasn't. Yeah,
0: we know he hasn't. But I mean, come on, Cassie should have known.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe she wasn't a sci-fi fan.
0: Jones should have known.
1: Yeah, that's probably very true.
0: Right. Oh my gosh, it's just, it was stressing that that me out with it.
1: time, she didn't know she was actually going to develop time travel to begin with, so.
0: Yeah, but she knew in 2044. That's what I'm saying. If you're at right. that point.
1: Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: You can't go backwards and save or change your own timeline, which is why Jennifer kept saying you have to do nothing, something but do nothing. Right. So nothing could affect it which was really interesting the way they were talking about this because Jennifer finally kind of breaks out the truth to these two she's like time wants Jones the way she is you know It and if they've explained up to this point that time is like living and breathing and changing always moving like you know ocean waves right you can't change the thing that Put the ocean there, <laughs> you know. So if Jones is the reason for it to be there, that then she has to end up where she is in 2044. Right, heartbroken and you know missing her daughter, which was a little heartbreaking because one of the time loops, they're walking out Cole, Cassie, Jennifer, and Jones in front of a firing squad. Right. I'm like. Wait a minute! What just happened? Because <laughs> that threw me. I was not expecting them to bring Jones out, because Jones was there this whole time. You know, in twenty twenty, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to screw up these time the timelines right now. So why the guy in charge? I didn't. I don't remember the colonel's name, or why he suddenly thinks because of what these people who he's never met before are saying that he needs to kill Jones now. I've, I would be kind of interested to know what was said.
1: Right. And, and we get little bits and pieces of it, basically Cole going in and, and basically telling Foster the truth, that they've traveled back in time, and this is what actually happened in the future, and being completely honest with the guy. And, of course hey, if Jones is going to kill me in the future, I'm going to kill her now, so that doesn't happen.
0: Oh, see, I didn't even put two and two together with that.
1: Right. Oh, At least that's okay. what I assume, because that, that was one of their strategies, was to go in and, and tell them the truth, especially after you know Foster comes back with the, well, Cassie's dead and you're an 11-year-old. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, see, I forgot that she had killed him. Right. To get this, yeah, I totally forgot about that. So that would make sense. Then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to get you before you get me." Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay.
1: And then you know, as they're walking towards the firing squad, you get Cole, you know, asking Jones, "What's that one thing that will put her at peace?"
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And would having that be worth it, even a few minutes of happiness? Right. See, I still didn't figure it out, though. I really had no. Yeah, clue. no, I
1: that didn't it didn't dawn on me either that saving Hannah and going through twenty four years of misery
0: is what you needed to get is where you what are. you
1: needed. Yeah.
0: See, this is why twelve monkey fans sometimes you just need to talk it out to somebody <laughs> and have another point of view. This is why I like talking to Steve about this stuff. I don't get this I get a lot of shows at work we get to talk about This is not one of them I think it confuses too many people Ah, see and now everything makes sense And you've shown a light At the end of this dark hallway Because I had no idea What was going on in all those loops
1: Right (laughs)
0: Uh, So Jones and Hannah Let's go to, to those two for a minute that was heartbreaking every time they show her because she's so upset. She's singing. They've shown Hannah flatline and she just keeps singing and, and she just keeps saying, no, 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 she's immune like me. She'll be fine. Oh, it was just heartbreaking. Like quit showing it every time. <laughs> but then we see Cassie, you know, testing her, Cassie giving her IVs, Cassie giving her a shot, like constantly doing different things. Right. And, and she
1: basically has to ends up having to set it up so that yes, it appears Hannah dies, and they get Jones out of there fast enough that she can actually revive her and get her out of there.
0: yes, so that was the doing something with doing nothing, so it it appears that she's gone, so Jones is gonna start on her spiral down, right. But well that's I'm sorry, that appears the doing nothing part, not that doing and the doing something is saving her. And then they spirit Hannah's body away because they're basically burning all the bodies.
1: Right. But so you couldn't afford to let that happen.
0: Right. But I got a quick question. Do you think that they had I'm sorry, what was that guy's name again? Foster. Foster, thank you. Do you think Foster was in on this part? No. No? Okay. Because I know Cole does say it took us a couple times to get this right. Right,
1: yeah. I I think it was all in the timing of getting Cassie in there to save Hannah. Okay. And also getting Jennifer out so she could be the one taking care of her. Yes. As well.
0: Because, yeah, I mean, Jennifer said at one point in one of the loops that, you know, her army is off on the wherever area. Just waiting to be led. Mm -hmm. Yes, And, yeah, when you see them in the flashback taking Hannah to her and giving it... I was a little bit upset, and, and it actually plays more, I think, into the next episode. Because Hannah is old enough, I think, at that point to remember Jones.
1: Right. Yeah, she was like seven or eight.
0: Right. So she should have remembered what happened. And I feel like they're setting it up where she's not going to know anything. She's not going to remember anything. Right. Because at the very end, they take Jones to Jennifer and, you know, they're trying to explain this and they finally get it out. Like I said, we're seeing it in the flashback. And then Jennifer's like, come here. And, you know, there she is. Hannah's alive and well. And Jones, of course, is like, I don't know what to say. This is my (laughs) baby. I watched her die. And they explained because you had to go through that to get to now. Right. For everything to happen. But Hannah seemed to have, like, no recognition. And that's what kind of, you know, kind of upset me. I mean, why are you setting it up like she's not going to have any idea? I mean, granted, there's a lot of stuff she went through, and it's a hard life, but you're not going to forget everything.
1: I I don't, yes, I tend to agree with that, but I also know Jennifer well enough if anybody can know Jennifer well enough, (laughs) that that would be something that she would basically try to get erased from her memory.
0: So that she can just survive and not Mm -hmm. try to seek
1: her out? Right.
0: Okay. I guess that makes sense, too. Because the whole thing is they needed Jones to to still be very upset and want the time travel.
1: Right. And that wouldn't have happened if a few years later Hannah broke free from the daughters and went and found her mother mm. she's got to believe that and I'm sure Jennifer and the daughters might have even told her that her mother
0: was dead okay see I didn't think about that I would think because Jennifer knew that this reunion was going to happen at some point that she would have to tell her something but interesting alright so that's kind of lullaby all summed up really fast <laughs> Was there anything else that you thought was pretty important with this one?
1: Well, when Cassie, of course...
0: Oh, the end, duh.
1: Yeah, tells uh, <laughs> told that they aren't going to happen.
0: I was mad.
1: Yeah, there was still too much hardship ahead for her to be able to uh, be in a relationship. And she goes to her room, and you see Ramsey there, and you go, oh, no.
0: Because Ramsey isn't just sitting there all nice. No. He's got a revolver. <laughs> Pointed right at him. Then he keeps cocking back the hammer and letting it go. Cocking it back. and like, oh, my God. He's going to accidentally shoot her. Right. <laughs> that's what I thought was going to happen. It wasn't going to even be, I hate you and I'm shooting you. It was going to be like, oh, crap, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I really honestly thought that's what was going to happen.
1: A Donnie Hendrix moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so many of our shows. Um. Yeah. But Cassie kind of lays it all out. Listen, I know how you feel. I'm really sorry. We should find the witness. Let's do this. And I don't know if you're that dead set to kill somebody, if you're going to be like, you know, yeah, you're right. All right, let's do this. You know, he seemed to be like a little leery for like a second.
1: Right. He had to think, consider And he says, okay, yeah.
0: I know. but A I lot just...
1: of the reason his son disappeared was because of Cassie, but that was really because of the witness. And I really think that Ramsey does think that the witness does have his son.
0: Mm. Okay. I'm still standing by what I said last episode, that it's a possibility that his son is a witness. Right. Which would suck.
1: Yes. The pallid man has him.
0: Ugh. all right. So I think that's that's really lullaby now. I don't know how I could have forgot that moment. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So shall we head into episode nine? Let's do it. Hyena, which, let me read the synopsis, and then we'll go back for a second. Jennifer Goins takes her power into her own hands in the year 2016 when she forms the Hyenas, a band of crazy compatriots to take on the 12 monkeys. With the help of Cole, an elaborate plot is uncovered to reacquire the virus. So this makes sense now, from last episode, when all of a sudden Jennifer says, have the hyenas happened yet?
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. When she said it, you go, huh?
0: Right. I'm like, wait, what's, is this another faction? Yeah. But it was, I really loved the opening, and I was tweeting, because I was off, and the cast was cracking me up this episode, because they're like, did anybody recognize the song at the beginning? Right. Because it's Jennifer kind of like breaking everybody out and you know, how about a casual cosplay right there? I want to see people dressed like Crazy Jennifer starting the hyenas at the next con. Make it happen. Yes. <laughs> the song is Who Runs the World? It I think it's Beyonce. Right. Someone's like, Who runs the world? Girls. And they did it though um on an accordion, I think they said. Yeah. It was like, I just love the fact that they did that. She's breaking all these women out of
1: uh, insane, insane asylum. asylum.
0: <laughs> I'm like, There's no nice way to say it. I'm trying to figure out who the one girl is who walked out with a gas mask on, who reminded me very much of the uh, the lead girl from iZombie, by the way. Right. And I just thought it was funny that they're doing all this. And, man, one of them girls had no problem taking out that doctor, though. Oh, no.
1: She was definitely uh, right up there high on the crazy town uh, level
0: yeah and i believe that's the girl from the 100 on cw if i'm correct because a lot of people are like wait a minute that looks like and i'm going to forget her name uh but a lot of people were were uh, tweeting out that it was another you know the same actress i can't even talk <laughs> uh, of course i can't pull anything out because my wi-fi doesn't want to work right uh, it was fun, though, watching her take everything down. And then all of a sudden, she's a really good artist. I want to say that. Right. Because she drew a giant hyena's head. She was doing all the monkeys before. But they left a the phone for, and they keep calling him the tall man.
1: Right. Jennifer calling him the tall man instead of pallid man.
0: So, same guy. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, if we say one and not the other, same guy. Dude in the hat. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude in the hat. One of old the old
1: creepy guy in the hat.
0: <laughs> one of the twelve monkeys. Uh, kids went in the past. Had a messenger. baby messenger. Yeah. Ugh, it was crazy. But she leaves a phone so she can tell him everything that she's doing. And I thought that was kind of weird. Why are you giving out your plot? <laughs> but I guess it makes sense because she the whole time she did it. It was so they can track him. Right. And so she's got a lot more going on upstairs than is what's coming across because her crazy is what's coming out. And she's still well and above everybody (laughs) who was in her hyenas group who, at this point, too, she happens to mention, we're family. They're like my daughters. Right. So that's what we're going to see then, how it moves into the future. yes. (laughs) Except they're not all crazy in the future. No. All right, so where should we start this one? Well,
1: you definitely got to start with Jennifer and her plans to attack the 12 monkeys. And by the time Cole gets there, we see that her little band of hyenas has done quite a bit.
0: Yes, because we don't know at this point exactly how long they're supposed to have been together.
1: Right. We don't get a, a a real feel of exactly how long it's been since the breakout and when Cole arrives.
0: Right. Because we had future Jennifer trying to help Cole, telling him, again, very cryptically, which she could have just said it, but very <laughs> cryptically, you know, what to do. That she can't tell him where the final primary is, is right. that the... Oh, crap. I should write oh. this down. That the ones went back for. Her. Just that it's in like a 30 year period. Yeah, that's perfect. Right. And then she keeps just saying, watch the hands. Watch the hands. Yes.
1: Mm hmm.
0: But she's doing like a magic trick, which is very, you know, seedy con man stuff. Right.
1: Yes. It's the old con man trick.
0: Yes. And he just doesn't get it. Because when no. he goes back, he's. Kind of surprised because they're well, well off with their weapons. In fact, the one girl, the one girl drops a grenade and I love Jennifer very calmly. I need you to be careful with those. We got them at a discounted rate for a reason. <laughs> and I'm just like, she's talking about grenades. Like, it's no big deal. It's like, oh, that's, you know, some fine china. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, there might be some nicks and scratches on him. <laughs> that was just weird because she was so calm about it. I just loved how they make her crazy but calm.
1: Right. When dealing with her hyenas, she she becomes a mom.
0: She does. She just falls right into it, and, and it's great. And I kind of wish she'd stay in that mindset and not go off on a, you know, to the left. It's like, oh, well, what's, what's over here? She chases, she chases a squirrel a lot. Yeah,
1: and it's not a squirrel that you can see or understand. <laughs> That's the problem.
0: <laughs> very true, very true. So Cole's back in 2016. Right. Trying to find out what's going on. Jennifer already has this plan, and she just welcomes Cole. I love it, and she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> And I'm just like, um, she had said before, or was it this episode? He's like, does this kind of thing get you hot and bothered? She's like, there was a time you would you would have been able to find out. And I'm just like, I did not need to know. <laughs> I mean, we already know that she really likes him. Right. But just the way that she was doing that was weird. It's like, Jennifer, don't try to flirt. You're kind of freaking me out. <laughs> but, you know, she's just telling the girls, oh, he's family. And everybody's fine with it except the one girl. Right. And it just starts, you know, building apparently.
1: Right. It starts that's the snowball begins there. hmm And so they decide that the best way to draw the tall man out is to find Doctor Peters.
0: Which I love how they were looking him up. Right, because it's like hey he disappeared where could he be oh look here's this guy who had nothing he's living in what did Jennifer say a studio apartment somewhere right. and now he's in a six bedroom house <laughs> Hmm, maybe that's the guy you're looking for right they find him working as a janitor and all of a sudden he is like he's a janitor at some biotech right and he's like putting something in the fridge, which looks exactly like the, the virus that he we had seen earlier the season be destroyed.
1: Right. The one that he helped create.
0: Right. And I love how he's like, oh, because it's the women, all the daughters that came out first. Right. Trying to get him. He's like, I'm just a janitor. It's like, really? Just a janitor? You're going to be in the cooler? I don't think so. But just interestingly enough, you know, he's saying that it's a cure and... I mean, I wasn't believing him, but at this point, why would he keep trying to build this virus when he's trying to hide from the people who he built the virus for originally? Right. So maybe it was a cure, but I can't trust anyone. No. (laughs) This is so stressful with these shows, making you not want to trust anyone. So do you think it actually was a cure? It wouldn't
1: surprise me if it actually was. Okay. Just because of the way he reacted to them when they <clears throat> first ran into him, way back in season one.
0: Yeah, I'm I don't even know what year. I can't keep up.
1: <laughs> it was 2016.
0: Well, I thought they were earlier than that
1: last time. I, well, yeah, it was probably 2015
0: or 14. <laughs> yeah, I was say, I Thought they were supposed to be originally starting this in 14. Right. Okay. Grr. But I love it how Cole's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get this information out. We're gonna plan this fake news conference with this guy, and this is gonna lead us to what we need. The tall man's gonna come. But the girls, the daughters—well, one of the daughters—I I don't remember her name, and I'm really sorry because I sound like an idiot. She's like, no, it was all women. They have to pay. What are you right. doing? Like she was like scattered, but. She was just angry that Jennifer was okay with Cole giving information. Yes. Because, and this is obviously just my opinion, the daughters at this point haven't been explained, haven't had everything explained, I'm sorry, that Cole's from the future and Jennifer is able to see all this. Right. And so I I think if somehow Jennifer had told them that, then maybe she would have been fine. But she was just pretty ticked and wanted to, you know, do it her way.
1: Right. Yeah, they wanted Peter's dead. They they were still kill everybody.
0: <laughs> right. Maybe had they done that right away,
1: mm-hmm.
0: things wouldn't have turned the way they did later. Right. But again, we never know. I'll, I'll save my, my theory till the end. I'll okay. come back to it. <laughs> All right. So, want to talk about Ramsey and Cassie for a minute? Or do you want to finish up with our past?
1: No, we can go ahead and jump over to Cassie and Ramsey. Off
0: on an adventure.
1: Right. And it's because they weren't going to go with Cole back to 2016. And you see, Cole and Cassie kind of get into it a little bit about who's being more righteous, you know. Right. Because... Cole thinks, you know, Cassie's on a vengeance drive to get the witness. But Cassie turns it right around on him saying, well, you're going to go after a pallid man and he's the one who killed your father. So you're on the same path as we are.
0: Right. Especially <laughs> at one point when she says, oh, enjoy your revenge. Right. I'm like, dang, <laughs> that was harsh. That's all I thought.
1: Yes, very really harsh. Hard. But apparently Cassie and Ramsey have discovered from Hannah no less...
0: Which good reason we had Hannah.
1: Right, that there is a person called the Keeper who has kept a database operational. So anything and everything that has happened since the virus is recorded in this database, and so... Off they go looking for the keeper.
0: Well, I feel like somebody would have to have done that anyway. I mean, wouldn't you think that somehow somebody would have tried to keep all the the information?
1: Oh yeah, I'm. I'm I have no doubt that there would be probably a handful of geeks doing everything they can to hide and save Important the data the from disappearing. Right?
0: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know why that didn't even come to mind, unless it's. You know, Cassie was just so focused on, well, Cole and Ramsey have never said anything to that extent that maybe they just assumed everybody kind of went savage towards the end.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Not caring about that, only caring about survival, which I can see that, too.
1: hmm
0: So I love how they take their little trek, and Cole's like, or I'm sorry, Ramsey's like, you're not going with me. And she's like, well, you're not coming back for me, so <laughs> guess we need to do this Together. together. Kind of funny, really true. You knew he wasn't going to come back, so.
1: Right. And, of course, he tells her, well, you know, I'm immune, so I don't have to worry about the virus. You, you're not.
0: I thought at this point they had found some, some way for her. No? I don't think so. But I don't understand why she sometimes wears, like, a gas mask and sometimes doesn't then.
1: Well, this time, when she gets out of the SUV, she sees herself in the side mirror and immediately flashes back to the witness and his mask.
0: Right, because he's like a plague doctor, is right. what he looks and like.
1: That off it comes.
0: <laughs> Which I'm sure at this point everybody knows the plague doctor is that, like, beaky-looking gas mask. And why that was done. But I'll give you a quick thing. Back during the plague, the Black Plague, the doctors would have that because they'd fill, like, the beak part with, like, something that smelled sweet. Flowers. Right. Perfumed rags, whatever. Something to not smell, basically, the death that was around them. Right. Which is really weird and creepy that they're, you know, they're going to use it forward. But... I think it's a really good depiction because everything, everybody's dying and everything around them is, is death. And so I just thought that was really good. Like, it's a whole new plague. And so they kind of went back and used this old creepy thing in the future. But maybe that's just me because I'm weird. But anyway, so they go and find him. And I know I know this guy's face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why? What has he been in most recently? Do you know offhand?
1: Uh, well, um, yeah, he's been on everything, especially <laughs> on sci-fi. Uh, try um, Sanctuary.
0: Oh, that's it. Yeah. Because I'm Chris like, why?
1: Chris or something like that. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And when I saw him, I went, oh, of course it's him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there staring at his face going, I know him. Why do I know him? <laughs> yes. Yes, I loved him on Sanctuary. That actually wasn't on sci fi, though, was it?
1: Yes, it was.
0: Was it? Okay. Okay. Got it. He was really good because he was really creepy. (laughs) Creepy, but not. Yeah. I don't even know if that makes sense, saying it that way. Well, he wants truth
1: if he's going to give you any information.
0: He hooked them up to lie detectors. Mm-hmm. And he was shocking the hell out of <laughs> uh, By the way, he's going to be in another ep- another series that I do believe is also sci-fi. Van Helsing. Ah, so I believe yes. we talked about that. Mm-hmm. So he'll be coming up in that as well. So we probably won't see him much more in this. I loved how he made them. It was like therapy with shocks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because he made them confront why they were so angry and why they disliked each other. Right. And I really thought that Ramsey was going to, you know, just basically say it was all her fault that his son is dead, and that was going to be it. Right. Or not dead. He's missing. Missing in time. But that wasn't the reason. No. And just the reasons that they both had, I was kind of surprised. (laughs) I mean, really. Basically, they're, like, jealous. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cole's in the middle. It it is in between them.
0: Right. I was not expecting that at all.
1: Right. <laughs> but it, as soon as they it, as soon as he got that out of them, it made perfect
0: sense. Because Ramsey was Cole's best friend for the longest time.
1: Right. And he changed because of Cassie.
0: Right. And Cassie's like rebuffing him right now and you know like she doesn't want to have a relationship because she's I don't know with Deacon or just kind of freeze everybody out, I don't know.
1: Well, to me I got the thing I got out of it was yeah, she is like she told Cole there's no way we can have a relationship that doesn't mean she doesn't care about Cole.
0: Okay. No. She's
1: just not going to let it happen because of all the stuff going on. She doesn't want to get hurt that bad if by chance something happens to Cole. Or to have Cole get that hurt that bad if something happened to her.
0: But that's reality.
1: Yes, it is. And, and, but they've also seen it already. They've lived it. Mm. Cole has seen Cassie die before and Cassie has seen Cole die. Right. Or at least thought he was dead.
0: Uh, They need to just stop. Yes. (laughs) Live for the moment. (laughs) Yes. But ultimately, they get their information. It's just kind of... Is it the information they wanted? Right, no. Because it was... And this was funny, because the whole reason they're looking for Titan, which is what Cassie remembers from the time that the witness was in her head. Right. And... I love it. He's like, well, there's no, only, like, one mention of Titan back in 1957. I'm like, I'm guessing nobody's talking about the moon of Jupiter. No. Like, they're not saying, well, there's this, but I don't think it is. Right. They're just going to, like, cut all that out and assume that it's not. Right. Because I'm like, there's got to be more mentions of the word Titan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it's going, like, way back. Mm-hmm. So... Even at the end of this episode, which we'll get to, I'm kind of surprised because, like, the timeline doesn't exactly fit. So I And they don't do anything and throw something out there for no reason. Right. So I don't know where they're going to go with Titan and that timeline that they threw out.
1: Yeah, it will be interesting to see where this takes us. Mm. Because... The timing is pretty close between what Ramsey finds out and what Cole finds out, or at least is told in his uh, interrogation of the Pallid Man. Right. Which, which let's go back to that. Brought back uh, 2044 Cole in a heartbeat because that was brutal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But with what Pallid Man did... He played them like a frickin' fiddle. Yes. And, oh, I i was cold. I don't think I would trust a single word he said, even though you thought you were making progress.
0: Well, how often does torture give valid information? Exactly. And that's what happened. He was torturing the pallid man. And I jumped every time because I was cringing. Yeah. Because he was freaking his fingers. Right. And I'm like, if you don't want him to get away though, why didn't you go for the leg? Right. That would be a lot of pain. And he wouldn't be able to wiggle out of anything because his hands were so bloodied and they only had duct taped. He was able to slip out of that. Right. Ugh. (laughs) it was still really gross watching it happen. Yes. But yeah, the paladin man was caught in the basement where they were going to have the, uh, Press conference, right? That the daughters wanted to still happen because they were kind of going against Jennifer at this point, and they, she couldn't save them because the Taliban had put like a bomb down there, right? And they didn't even catch anything because he's always with that hat and jacket, <laughs> and they didn't catch that he didn't have the jacket right. until all of a sudden Cole's like, "Where's your jacket?" And then they'll flash over to the security guard. Finding a jacket, finding a bomb underneath. Jennifer's trying to tell the daughters to get out of the building. Too late. Yep. And he's like, oh, it works both ways. You remember that phone you slipped in into my pocket for me? And I was very upset. Yeah. Because all so of a sudden some guy comes in. hospital goes
1: up with mm-hmm. all the hyenas and Peters.
0: Right. And, and a possible cure. Yeah. I was just like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time it's like this is where Jennifer saying watch the hands came mm-hmm. into play. Yes. <laughs> because he slipped one past by putting the the bomb down there and they never caught it. And then he's able to get away because they just had his hands tied or you know, duct taped. But they kind of gave him enough lube by breaking his hands enough that he can slip out. And then because of the other phone, again, another thing tied up. Somebody who was going to save him, I guess, um, ends up following the tracker from the phone. Right. It was just all over the place. <laughs> and can I say, and I did not realize this, because the other woman who we thought was dead, you know. Right. Apparently just broke yeah, her Yeah,
1: Olivia is still alive.
0: I didn't realize that that's supposed to be his sister, unless it was just kind of generalized because she's yeah, like I mother think always just... told us and I'm like wait a minute
1: right no that was more of a in a religious sense oh
0: okay the
1: pallid man is very religious
0: oh okay because I'm like wait they're related? yeah no <laughs> okay so not really gotcha gotcha
1: and why he didn't just go ahead and take her out I don't know I thought she was dead. No, he did not kill her. Because when she, you know, comes back at him saying the witness lies, you know, he grabs her face and you think he's just going to crush her skull. But at the last minute, he doesn't.
0: Right. Well, I thought, see, this is the thing. I thought when she fell and, you know, her back. Right. In the pool that it it was enough to kill her. And then when she's back here and I'm like, and she's angry and, yeah, he. That, I'm like, why is he trying to kill her then? Because at that point I thought they were related. Right, no. And then we're back with, oh, no, they're not actually related, but maybe a little kind of, sort of. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? This one's confused me. That, that little timeline confuses me some. All right. So have we thoroughly confused you running through this episode of Hyena?
1: <laughs> if we haven't, we haven't done our job. All right, right.
0: so I think we've covered these two episodes
1: I believe we have
0: All right, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, on Google Play, on Podomatic, on Fan Zone Good ratings and reviews, help other fans of the show find us Tell your friends, we hope you're enjoying our podcast Don't forget to to shoot us an email if you're enjoying what you're hearing If you have your own theories, we'll happily talk about it Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail dot com, but check out everything over on www dot com. We will be bringing you coverage of cons the best we can when we're there. It may only be our photos, maybe some videos that we're able to shoot, or some that we're able to get from our other friends who are, you know, podcasters who are going to be at some of the big ones coming up soon too. So now Steve will tell you where to find him. <laughs>
1: You can find me on Golden Spiral Media, doing Witness Prophecies, a Sleepy Hollow podcast. I'll be doing Frequency this fall as well. You can find me on Southgate Media, doing Felix's Helixes, an Orphan Black podcast. I also do The C Word, another Orphan Black podcast. You can find me doing Sports Night on Hollow Nine. Also doing Wayward Pines on Hollow 9 and all the other wonderful podcasts I did over on DVMPE. There's a lot. And <laughs> of course you can also find Sean and I on the Pod Doctors, a Doctor Who podcast. And thank God the new season is finally starting to
0: <laughs> I need more time travel, obviously. Yes. All <laughs> right. Keep up and <laughs> up. So for this episode 31 of Sci-Fi Talk on the 12 Monkeys, I am Sean Fangirl
1: And I'm Steve. These are the end of times, tall man, but not for humanity. I'm coming for you.
0: Until next time.
1: Okay, so I... St-